The contents of this show are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Any information on the show does not create a client-therapist relationship and should not be taken as professional advice. Before making any decisions regarding your health care, ask your personal physician or mental health care professional or call 911 for any emergencies. Today, our sponsor is Shapa, a numberless scale and personalized plan that will completely change the way you think about your overall health and hitting your goals. Shapa is perfect for people who are making an effort towards a healthier lifestyle, but do not want to feel confused or judged by a number. Instead, when you step on your Shapa, you'll see a color based on your weight trend over the past 10 days. So if you go out for tacos the night before, or it's that time of month, Shapa won't judge. Shapa will also keep you on track and motivated by sending you personalized daily missions related to exercise, sleep, nutrition, and more that fit your lifestyle and your goals so you can build healthy habits and achieve lasting results. I have a Shapa and I've had it for a couple years. I love it because when I see a color versus a number, I tend to be way more gentle with myself. I'm encouraged rather than discouraged. And I know that my color takes my weight range into consideration rather than one single digit, which naturally fluctuates. I love the missions because they are achievable goals. We've got a deal for you. If you go to myshapa.com and enter less alone, you will get a free Shapa scale and free U.S. shipping with a purchase of a one-year subscription to the app. We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Erin. Hey, everybody. We are back in the studio. So excited to be here. Energy. Energy. We've got so much energy this morning. Oh, my morning. gosh. We're like pumped. Woo. Coffee. Um, so <laughs> we are going to... A couple things came up from the interview that we were so lucky to have with Sadie Lincoln. And for us... Well, actually, before we go into that, what did you guys... The question we asked her was, what's something that's surprising? That you would know or that something. people would be surprised to know about you. So, Anna, why don't you answer that question? You know, I would say most people don't have any idea how goofy I truly am. That is true. I think that you hide yeah. that well. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it comes out on the goofball pot. Goofball. Yes. Right, Aaron? Yes. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I mean, it comes out with YouTube, but, like, I definitely am pretty, I don't know. I don't come across that way, I think, when people first meet me. I think you come off just as a little bit more reserved. Yeah. You not know, true. Like, it's not true at all. The reserved? No. <laughs> oh, hell just no. Just a facade. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what people are probably most surprised about. And then the second thing would probably be like the press stuff that I've been in, like, or that I've written a book. That's like people are like, oh, what? I didn't know that you were with friends. I have to say that I would always tell people. Because you never tell people. I know. I appreciate so, that. I hope you do. You're like my I hype hope, lady. <laughs> You're <laughs> like, Anna, cut it out. I you had a book. You were on. Good morning, America. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate that. Because, like, it's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> it's weird to be like, hey, uh, hi, nice to meet you. By the way, here's all these things I did. Like, what? Yeah, I yeah. just, I can't do that. I don't know, though. Can, can you? you? I guess. I don't know. I mean, I you feel can like, do it in a well, way just keep where... Baby with you. Yeah. 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 She's my, my totally. hype lady. Yeah. yeah, the hype lady. I'll hype you up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Aaron, what about you? Well, I was thinking about when we uh, I started, almost started telling them before we started. She, stop, she, stop, 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 stop. she goes, you will be shocked. Yeah. <laughs> so the camp that I worked at. So there's regular camp in the summer and then there's a family camp the week after or the couple weeks after camp. So I did a family camp and the activity that I was assigned to for the day was the riflery range. And so I'm like, I don't know anything about guns. I've never even shot a gun, but we'll watch these people shoot these guns. <laughs> and so I got bored because you sit there all day. And I don't think we had very many campers. And so every night there was like a talent show <laughs> at campfire during the evening. And so my stomach was a little bit fatter at the time. And so I took, <laughs> this oh, is fucking crazy. Boy. So I took the bullet shells, like the discarded oh, yeah, 22 yeah, yeah. bullet the shells, shells. Yeah. the shells. And I was like, huh. I wonder how many I could stick in my belly button. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll tell you. Go ahead and guess how many. Three. No more. Wait, those fourteen. <gasps> the little ones. The little ones. Fourteen shells in my belly button because I have no other talents, but none for a talent that show. That is the strangest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so many tricks. It was amazing. You're I mean, like so proud of this. They were so. Uh, the people were like, "What?" And some dudes were like, "The dads were like." Were kind you like of laying disgusted. down? I was laying I down and a stick of at the campfire. I'm not yeah. sure, like. What does that say about your belly button? It's real deep. <laughs> That's what it says. That's why I said I was a little fatter. So the fatter I am, the deeper the belly button is. <laughs> so wow, I would have never known. Yeah, that is true. I, I mean, somebody, you can't even make that well, shit, up. Make the shit up. No. And then I had the little because you know you never would know <laughs> when you want to show this trick to people. So, <laughs> so I had them in a little Altoids box. So I had them in my backpack, and then You're I was, all, oh, had this to is go gonna be good. To you Eng- gotta go on America's on. Got Talent. No, 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 no. So I had to go to the English consulate, volunteering to get like my visa or whatever. Uh-oh. And so then I was like, had these in there, and I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to go through. No. So I had to throw them out, which Aww. was so sad. So I was like, how am I gonna explain like position? Yeah. 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 Well, you're like, I, I have a really I'm gonna show you. <laughs> you're all, I have we a just really got good reason. Belly flash. <laughs> <laughs> got the belly, belly button flash. <laughs> you're all, trust me, I have a really good reason for having these shells. Yeah. Watch Let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna lay down right here. <laughs> you're just laying down everywhere, stuffing your belly button with bullet shells. What the hell is going on? Like. It's my talent. I wonder if some of our listeners are feeling that way right now. That's yeah. right. That's okay. <laughs> That's your talent. That's my talent. Okay, now, so, Amy, you have Amy. to follow that. Erin, <laughs> oh, you should have gone last. She asked me. Okay, to well, I was going to say that my naked hiking... But that's oh, yeah, already yeah, yeah. been that's like been out fully yep. publicized at this point. So <laughs> in tenth and national oh. radar, and, it, and yeah. everybody knows. <laughs> Do you have any nicknames? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm not going there. But <laughs> let me tell. You, I'll tell you two things. This is really hard to follow. I gotta there say, with like well. the belly button. Contest. Yeah. This is the same time period of my life like as a sandwich costume. Too. Okay. I'm like, what? I know. Two things that you would not know about me are they both happened in the same time period of my life. So elementary school. Okay, okay I'm gonna say three things because they're quick. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. One, I Let's burned go. my eyeball with a curling iron. Your eyeball? Oh, that yeah. Sounds oh painful. my god. The blue part of my eye when I was in like 
I don't know, fourth grade maybe. Oh. So I, I had, you know, of course, the curled oh, bangs yeah. that then you'd kind of back home. Anyway. Tyrol jeans. Oh, yeah. you should have seen those outfits. Yeah. The hair, though. All right. Anyway, so, so dropped the curling iron, swung Aaron's down, keeping us on track. the blue part of my eye. Oh. Had, it blistered. My eyeball blistered. Had to oh. go to the emergency room. Get Novocaine on my eyeball, and then they had to scrape it off. And then I had oh. to go to school with an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little pirate Amy. Not cool. Too? Okay, second thing, I am in oh, a <laughs> hair magazine. What? Shut your face. I was a hair model. Recently? Oh. No. When I This is all like late, I don't know, elementary school. Those like, were the days. You could do a Pantene flip. Yeah, no, not do. Pantene. It's just me, very serious. I still have the magazine. Oh, so that's kind of the magazine. On the okay, Insta. number yeah. three. Yeah. Also during the same time of my life. This, this is an adventurous big. time. She had this stuffed away in her pocket. I yeah. got my deer hunting license. Oh, yeah, of course you did. Yeah. So I went to Hunter Safety. Oh, yeah. My best friend from elementary school, Amanda Williamson. <laughs> she and I, her family, were they are still big deer hunters. And we were living in, like, you know, rural Wisconsin. And I wanted to go hunting. So my dad also deer hunted. And so did my brothers. But, like, the girls never got to go. They were supposed to stay home and, like, go shop. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to go hunting, not only with Amanda and her family, but sometimes maybe with my dad and brothers. So, Yeah. Hunting wow. license. I like fully saw how to gut a deer. Oh, yeah. Wow. I have memories of that. The deer hung up in people's garages. Oh, totally. Like, that uh, was a that was a huge deal. Well, wow. in Pennsylvania, you get the first day off a of deer hunting season. Yeah. So that's yeah, that, similar yeah, to Wisconsin. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And so Anna's uh, like, what is happening? Yeah. What are but these? Yeah, there has to be Nebraska deer I hunters. Did not you know what else there? I remember? I lived there for two years. Wait, okay. I also remember. <laughs> she just got aggressive. <laughs> I got defensive. I did. Okay. We're focusing on There would be a pile of deer, dead deer, at right. the no. local butcher. Okay. All right. So. Yeah. And then you could get your venison meat. It was amazing. Anyway. <laughs> Those are my items. <laughs> a pile of dead deer. Aaron you just me cut there. me off. You lost me there. I said a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, at least they weren't like mass-produced cows. That's true. That's Absolutely. true. Yeah. When hunted. Yeah. yeah. I never did kill a deer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. We've got some fun topics to cover today from our interview with Sadie Lincoln. But first, we have a review. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> Look at you uh, taking lessons and tips from Captain Segway. Uh-huh. Well done. I'm like, she totally forgot about that piece of paper I handed her. But here I have. <laughs> I'm going to remind her. Here I have right now. And this one, I got to say, like, you know, hits me personally because I have shared in this loneliness. The title is S-A-H-M. Stay at home, mom. Not alone anymore. Isn't that great? I know. I know. I feel for you. Heart to heart hug. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. what that is. Mm -hmm. And this is from Gwenny24. So just want to say a big shout out. Thank you to Gwenny24 because I know there are a lot of people in this position feeling this way. Anyway, here's what it says. I have struggled with finding friends since I became a stay-at-home mom. I'm already loving the podcast because I feel like I have the tools now to get over my anxiety of meeting new people. You know, like at school pickup when I don't know what to say? I can use the rule the lady shared about asking three open-ended questions to someone new. Thank you, ladies, for helping me get over my loneliness as a stay-at-home mom. 
Yeah, Gwenny. Thank you, Gwenny. Thank you. I totally understand that. You know, I have been a stay-at-home mom. Woo! Some of the loneliest times, I gotta Mm -hmm. say. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for that. And then you met us. And then you listened to <laughs> Less Alone. No, you met us. Oh, then I met you guys. Yeah. 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 My whole world changed. <laughs> Boom. Okay. 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 Anyway. Okay. Here, so I'll take that. we've got some great things that came out of our conversation that we wanted to talk about today. And it's a powerful um, interview. It really yeah. was. Yeah. The power of the circle. Yeah. How about that? And then, like, the death being, like, birth. Oh. oh that was shit. wild. So many So many good things. things. Mm-hmm. I really also love how Barthree and how Sadie was saying that it's like you exercise not to change your body, but you exercise to accept your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you like that so much? Because that is like the total opposite of how I've always thought of exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the dieting. And I, we talked about this in the mm-hmm. body episode, but. Our bodies are fun ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Our bodies are fine, fine ourselves. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thanks, Anna. She listened to Barry that, White before this episode. Seriously. <laughs> so All like. right. Well. <laughs> anyway. I do think it's just a huge paradigm shift. I feel like you go to gyms, you go work mm-hmm. out, you go on these diets, blah, 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 blah. Like, how it's am exhausting. I going to get my body to look like that magazine? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, what Or the just F? to be different than it is. Yes. To like, not accepting it for what it is. Yes. And I have to say, like, I mean, when I'm in the bar three, you guys have seen me do this mm-hmm. breathing exercise. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, <laughs> sure have. <laughs> feeling. Before each recording. Before each recording, we're going to play Tiffany. I think we're alone now. No, we dance and we do big breaths. <laughs> that was just today. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Sorry. Anyway, bringing us back. But the breathing that I think is encouraged in those classes and then the modifications and for me, it has meant a lot because I've always wanted my body to be different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's parts of my body that I always, always, always. And I'm not saying like, oh, all of a sudden I don't want my body to be different. No. You know, also, like Sadie said, like the practicing of it all mm-hmm. is very important. Mm-hmm. And I can so easily lose that. But for me, it's really important, like almost daily if I can, not that I do this, but I would like to remind myself Every day that it's like, there are so many reasons to be grateful for the body I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It produced two amazing children. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's like the most amazing thing ever. But then also just it's strong and it I can walk and mm-hmm. I can do so many things that I take for granted every day. Right. So I love the reminder yeah. of appreciating my body as it is. Mm-hmm. I think for me, that's why I really love ultra running, because there's not runners. If you like think of them stereotypically in your head are small like very fit Mm. people. But in the ultra running community, there's all different shapes and sizes of people and everyone is welcome. And it's not this pretentious thing. Sure, there's elite runners and they're usually little tiny people, but everybody is welcome in the ultra community. And I think for me that has switched instead of trying to change my body so much, I'm super grateful the fact that I am strong and that I can run for a really long time. And then my food follows that because I want to fuel myself and nourish myself in a way that I can do the things that I want to do that Mm -hmm. make me feel good. And so that has been a massive shift for me. I had to take a break from ultra running because and training for that 
because it's really intense one, but then also because I was getting too caught up in the fact that like I wanted to look a certain way or mm. be a certain way or I needed this thing. It was taking too much of like a priority in my life that it just took over. And so then I had to take a break from it to reevaluate. We knew like, you during that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just like, happened in yes. the past few years. Yeah, yeah like, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so why do I need to do this? And so recently I heard some woman, I was watching some video She's a spiritual lady and Deo Judith, but she was talking about how you can have anything as a spiritual practice. And so recently I've been having, I've switched my running to have as a spiritual practice and just mm, so awesome. like just showing up however I need to show oh, up that day, cool. but still showing up like as a discipline. And that has shifted things mm. tremendously. Mm. So, And I would imagine if you're just showing up for a spiritual practice, then you're able to really listen to your body. Like, do I run fast? Do I walk? Yes. Do I? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. <laughs> yes. I have to say. So I did go on one trail run with you. And I, my heart was so happy. It was so fun. It was mm -hmm. also crazy. But <laughs> I got to say that I was amazed at how many people along the trail were like encouraging us. Yeah. And yeah. we didn't know any of these people. No, high, fives. And it was high fives. Uh, it high was fives. Like, wow. It was such a buildup. Or yeah. like such an encouraging environment. Uh -huh. That was really neat. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah, because those two women were running up, right? Giving mm -hmm. high fives. Yeah. Good job, girl. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's less like, because with ultra running, you're running so far. And so more people are, you're basically running with the same 10 people, the race, even if there's 100 people in the race. And everyone is like, no, we're not going to win because we're in like the middle of the pack. And so everyone is like, dude, come on. Like, it's mm -hmm. so cool. So someone huh. could totally bonk at mile 25, mm -hmm. but then they can eat and they can come back. And then you'll see them at like mile 45 and you're like, dude, you're back. This is awesome. Oh, and so cool. it's so cool. Yeah. Huh. So it was huh. great. There was a guy in my last race and he was sitting on the ground like it looked terrible and he ate and I was like, oh, and he was actually, then he got up to walk the opposite direction to leave. And so then I was like, oh, this guy's dropping out of the race. Yeah. And then I saw him like miles later in the race. I'm like, he stayed and he was like, yeah, someone like, I don't know if they physically grabbed his hand, but like pulled him along was like, no, you need to stay in the race. Keep going. Wow. And he totally was fine. Whoa. It was amazing. But that's what the whole community yeah. is about. And I really appreciate wow. that. That's why I like it so much. That's so great. Yeah. You know what I think of when I hear you talking about the community of trail running is that's what I want our community to be. Of yeah. like supporting each other and our women and like men in the group of just like, let's do this. Like, yeah, you're not alone. Come on. Mm -hmm. we can, yeah, we're, let's we're, have the conversation. Let's yeah. be open. Let's mm -hmm. support each other. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Which can I just segue real quick yeah. to totally off topic? But I was talking with a coach, a friend. I don't know. But anyway, he was listening to our last, I don't know, some recent episode and saying how, like, you know, he knows that our target audience or the uh, many of our members in our community or listeners are women. But really, this is also so important for men. And he was saying that as a man, like he wanted to be having these same conversations with men. And so I just wanted to put it out there that I think that for us, the three of us, like, men, come on in, yeah. you know, join mm -hmm. the conversation. Yeah. And I think it's even more important for men. Yeah. Like more needed. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say because I'm not a man, but, yeah. you know, like, I hope that we're not excluding men. So I don't know. Just thought that was important to say. We love the men. Yeah. We love the men. Yeah. We love the men. <laughs> yep. So, so anyway, back to your point of, of pulling in the circle. So you want 
our community for less alone. And Sadie talked a lot about things being in circle. And so Look at you. Oh, oh, oh. These oh, transitions. Yeah. They're getting oh, yeah. Y'all are well done. Segwayers. Segwayer. Wow. So Anna. So Anna. Finish it off, Aaron. Oh. <laughs> so good job. <laughs> Rain it in. Good job, baby. Okay. And so Sadie talked a lot about circles and that they circle up and just are present for each other. And so it sounds like that's what we want to build with. Well, I know that that's what we want to build with our less alone community. And so how have circles or people showing up or what does that look like for in our own lives? Good question. Amy, you go ahead and take that while I think. <laughs> Deflect. <laughs> right. So I think a lot about, as a kid, I sat in circles a lot in school. Mm -hmm. You know, crisscross applesauce, you sit down. And then in my very few years of teaching, I, same thing, like the importance of circle in community building mm -hmm. in a classroom. That's where my head goes. In education, there's a whole curriculum around community building and the importance of starting every day with a morning circle. Mm. It's called responsive classroom. That's what it's called. Mm. We'll link to it. But Responsive Classroom, it builds out your first six weeks as a teacher or in your classroom. It's all about building classroom community. Oh. And I know there are schools. I mean, this was many years ago when I tried it, but I know it's still a thing. And I think I, my sisters have talked about that. Yeah. They're teachers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a way of like you learn how to share materials in your classroom. Mm. You learn how to, you know, speak respectfully in a circle. And I think that's another thing I think about whether it was like camps that I went to as a kid or, you know, I think a lot about like bonfires yeah. like you know sitting in circles and singing and yes i went to my fair share of christian camps where we <laughs> sang our little hearts out around the do campfire you're saying hello do they want oh no this was from? more about like you know jesus oh, right you now yeah and so yeah but i didn't those, go to those camps oh i did <laughs> Me neither. many of them but i think about that i think about in college you know, when I left home, went to college, and I had orientations, for those of you, this is maybe another interesting tidbit, but I did a three-week backpacking orientation with Prescott College. Oh, mm -hmm. little shout out fun. there. It was intense. It was great. I mean, we also did like a three-day solo. Oh, yeah. And fast. Mm -hmm. Whoa. And I made really great friends with bees. During that experience, <laughs> they were my buddies. Hmm. As you all know how much I like my social. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> had to find something. <laughs> Hi, little bee. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> during that time, I just feel like to me, circles are all about intentional community building. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, even like having dinner with my kids, we sit around our table. Our little table is a circle. Mm hmm. And we sit around and we do a lot of like thorns and rose bushes for dinner time. And what does that mean? Oh, for people who don't know, thorns are like something that wasn't so great in your day, and rosebuds are something that was great. And this, my brother told us that term. I had just done like highs and lows of your day, mm. but my kids really like the thorns and rosebuds. Right. But anyway, we go around the circle of our table and everybody takes their turn and, you know, we say how many, usually it's like two thorns and three or four rosebuds. Yeah. But again, for me, that is just a way that I'm connecting with them. And, you know, just, I guess it's like circles, community building connection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think part of our coffee, 
I think then mm. we had our own little circle. And I think that's mm -hmm. why we are here doing the podcast now. Because mm -hmm. I think in hearing her talk and then my experience with that is that I've had that through teams. I've had that at mm -hmm. camps that I've worked mm -hmm. at. And it's holding space, but it's holding space for the entirety of every person in the group. Mm. And so that you can come and as you are and you can come as you are and I can come as I am. And then you are loved and accepted and that's just how it is. So I'm going to interrupt you real quick uh -huh. because I love the idea of holding space. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's talked about a fair amount. Can you explain that? Like, what is that holding space for someone? What does it look like maybe? So in this context, right, if I'm holding space for you as you're talking, regardless if you are dancing around <laughs> right and we're with you in that and we're enjoying each other or you have something serious going on or you're processing through something mm -hmm. that I'm not trying to change what mm -hmm. you're doing mm -hmm. I'm not trying to like insert myself into it I'm not I'm just like there listening or experiencing with you so I might be like walking alongside you but mm -hmm. I'm not trying to change anything that's happening Ugh, um I love that I know and so it's just like it's so like no advice giving unless it's ass or if I have something that generally I think think I'm pretty good about asking for permission if I can share Very this good. thing. Yeah. And so I think it's just like just being with people. But I think on that some level, energetically, people can feel as whether they are accepted and or if they're being judged. And mm -hmm. when that you are accepting someone and you're not judging them or you're not trying to insert yourself in whatever their experience is, yeah. that you're just like with them. So you're holding yes. this space for whatever is there. And what if so you find yourself judging? Like, how can you shift that? Like there are times where I find myself judging and I don't want to be. So I think then it's like, huh, OK. And then dropping in, like really listening to what they're mm -hmm, saying, because mm -hmm. the thing is, is like with real holding space, mm -hmm. you're not necessarily in your experience. You are just like your attention is turned towards. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I think, like, yeah. huh, like this is whatever you're judging. And then like sitting with and like, oh, OK, so I get a little bit. This is more about me than mm -hmm. it is about them. And then you drop deeper in and like really listen to what the person mm -hmm. is saying. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I think so. So like say, you know, whatever, we're talking or something and mm -hmm. I, I'm like thinking about how, I don't know, I your shirt or something. Yeah. I don't know. So if I wanted to... You're judging my fucking shirt? Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. But I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. then if I catch myself, then I would just really, I would just try to not, you know, like distract from that thought and just really hear you. I think it's like the same thing that they talk in meditation, right? So they talk about like thoughts and or judgment. By the way, I really do like your shirt. I like your whole look today. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, I think it's like if like something comes in, it's like you notice it and then you like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then what are you actually saying? So mm. Is someone in pain? Like, what is the underlying thing of what they're trying to say? Mm. And just being with that. Yeah. I notice I really struggle with the judging thing when it's super polarizing things like politics or religion. And I'm thinking of a certain person in certain situation mm -hmm. where I just like I can even set the intention to be like, I am going to actually just listen. Mm -hmm. And then something about the way the conversation always goes, like I can literally say, I literally just want to know why they think that way mm -hmm. and learn. And then I end up getting so triggered or fired up that I can't keep my mouth shut. And I feel like for me, making space and showing up in that way is me keeping my mouth shut. 
What if you were having that conversation and you were sitting shoulder to shoulder in a circle? I think it'd be different. So like for me, what circles mean is like an equal playing field. Like we're all equals. And Mm -hmm. I can't help but think of putting your arms out, grabbing hands with one another and everyone's involved. Everyone's included. Everyone gets a voice. Mm -hmm. So to me, that means no one is right or wrong. It's a listening. It's an accepting space. I think the thing that can be really beautiful about Mm -hmm. this idea of circles is that everybody does have a voice Mm -hmm. and that conflict can arise. Mm -hmm. And yet you're able to like hold the space for it. Mm -hmm. Because those are the most powerful. So when I asked Sadie that question of like what happens when conflict comes up, because people are showing up intentionally and it's this is not about the conflict. It's about like, oh, you have a different opinion than me Mm -hmm. and I'm going to. And then I think the energy of the circle allows for that to like drop in Mm -hmm. and listen to what the person's saying, because diverging viewpoints are healthy and good. Imagine if Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump sat shoulder to shoulder (laughs) with a bunch of other colleagues in a circle. Then maybe we'd get some things done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is, it's interesting, yeah. you know, it's yeah. interesting to think in the political, whatever, politics, whatever. We'll talk about that a different day. Or not. Or not. Right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not. Yeah. But yeah, I think the other thing I think about with circles is prayer. Mm, yeah. Circles and holding hands. That makes me think of prayer. Yeah. You that know, it does not make me think of prayer. I can see where you're going. Yeah. With that. Yeah. Probably just like childhood right. stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. being in church and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah. So just the other, I don't know, other episode we were talking about assertive versus aggressive. Uh-huh. And I think that like circles really allow or provide a space to be assertive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it really does invite someone to be able to speak their truth. Yes. But it also inherently... It does not steamroll. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. what is it? Why is that yeah. about a circle? I don't know. I was listening. So I did a restorative justice training when I was working in the schools. My stepfather-in-law is all about that. So good. Yeah. Well, when it's done well, it's really good. Yeah. And so the man who was doing the training was Native American. What's restorative justice? So like if someone, if I did something to hurt someone in the community, then the community sits around a circle and talks about the impact of that. And so instead of it, it's like a... Not so much the like punishment um, model, but like that we're like circling up. So like, and then whoever committed the act or whatever, they need to figure out a way to how to work to restore. It's actually rupture and repair. Yeah, it's a great. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting coming from. I worked for a judge for a long Mm -hmm. time, and the like hearing how he would sentence people. He was like, sometimes they just have to pay for the crime like it's Mm -hmm. a punitive Mm -hmm. rather than a restorative Mm -hmm. anyway but so in this restorative justice super interesting so there's all these professionals that are learning how to do this and the guy was native american that was leading the group and so he was talking about experiences with his tribe and so they said when they would do restorative justice circles that they would talk about really um heavy things or like important things, I guess. And he said that sometimes, so they'd have a bowl of water in the middle of the group Hmm. and that sometimes the water would be dirty after they had that circle because all the stuff was all like that energy was put into, I know. And I was just like, wow, it's incredible. What? Yeah. Whoa. So there we go. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I think there's power in that. Isn't that how like some governing bodies in the Native American culture that circles is how they govern like they sit in circles i wouldn't be surprised but i don't know yeah Yeah. anyway (laughs) 
Ah, the circle. Yeah. The circle's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Just thinking about like the politics thing that came up too. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting too that, and I don't know if we want to go into this with this episode, but I think it's interesting that with our friendship, just the people in this room, Mm -hmm. like we have very different political views and we're able to get past that. And like it actually didn't even come up for for a a long time, a really long time, like so much so that. Like, since we were talking about other things, that it wasn't even an issue. And, like, by the time it did come up, it was like, I don't even, like, that's not even an issue anymore. Like, I love the person who has the differing opinion so much that I'm more curious about why they feel that way. And so, like, I feel like, especially with, like, our political situation being so incredibly polarizing, Uh like, yeah. It's hard to talk about totally these things, if, uh-huh. you know, and I've even heard of people who end friendships or won't talk to family well, members. I have to say, so when it did come <laughs> up, I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was like, gosh, if I had known, I don't remember who said what, but it was like, if I knew that from the get go, I probably wouldn't have hung out with you. I know. You right. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Because it is so polarizing. <laughs> yep. But yeah. that's also like so sad. It I is know. Sad, you know? So yes. it really makes me, you know, in the context of our podcast and connecting with new people, I mean, there's a lot of benefit in not talking about those things yeah. uh, with people that are new in your life and talk about point. like the things that really matter. That really matter. Well, that, no, I shouldn't say that. Uh, well, yeah, like the similarities that you have because like we didn't even go there. It wasn't even on our radar to talk about it Mm -hmm. like thank god Mm -hmm. because we were able to focus on other things and i feel like those are such polarizing topics like the religion and the politics so Mm -hmm. it's like there's a lot of truth i think in avoiding those topics yeah definitely but also it's amazing after you know the people that you can have the conversations about things because I feel like then you can actually really listen. And I, yeah. I value that. Like if someone can sit at the table and you, there is, I mean, people can be passionate about something, but it's like when it switches from passion to attacking, mm-hmm. then that aggression. is. Yeah, and aggression, yeah. then it's hard to listen. But when you can have a conversation about different viewpoints it's amazing yeah. I, remember, I like to go to they have the mile high ted talks and so <laughs> oh, i remember yeah. right after the election there was these two women that were best friends and one was republican and one was democrat and they did their ted talk on the one voted for trump and one voted for hillary clinton and so they did a whole talk on that Good for them and that's it was so cool super powerful to like how they both handled it mm-hmm. and like their reaction and how they were able to empathize with each other we'll link to that because it's yes. a really really good yeah. Oh, it's that's really great. great. Really yes. great. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and it's like I keep coming back to this idea of like if all these people that I love, like truly to my core love, feel differently about this humongous thing happening in our world, like what am I missing? Mm-hmm. Like am I missing something? So it really makes me like have an open mind like I love these people for these different reasons, but they're seeing something that's so big so differently. And mm-hmm. so it makes me come at it from a place of like open minded and wanting to learn more about that perspective. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm really glad that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we didn't talk about that stuff early on. <laughs> right. Ditto. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so I'd say that is it's a great 
time or a great place to segue into what Sadie was saying about Don DePani and which, you know, there is no greater sign of love and respect than giving them undivided love and attention. I think it's just undivided attention. So it's basically like if you are able to hold the space Mm -hmm. To that's what listen. holding space is. That it, yeah, is what yeah, holding space yeah. Is. That's yeah. true. That's true. So if you're able to listen openly and whatever everything Aaron said, you know, then like there is no <laughs> what she said. Yeah, exactly. There is no greater sign of love and respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like you know what you were just saying, Anna, about the difference of opinions, and if you're able to like really hear someone. And try to understand where they're coming from or their mm-hmm. perspective. What an <clears throat> enormous, you know, showing of love and respect. Mm-hmm. To and it person. feels so good if someone treats you like you're the only person in the room. It is super powerful. Mm-hmm. So good. Yes. It's like the best feeling. Mm-hmm. The best. It's like, oh, they think I'm really special. Oh, right. it is. Well, because it doesn't happen very often now because no, people right. are distracted. And so... Paying attention and being present, that's why it's presence is a superpower. Because mm-hmm. if you can, like, fully hold the space and, like, be undivided attention with someone, like, that is, it's amazing. Yeah. Whether it's a stranger or it's your friend or whoever it is, but people feel, like, valued. Mm-hmm. And if you can make people feel like they matter, not in, like, a manipulative way, but right. because it's another human being, it's it's amazing. Well, and they matter because... They exist. Yes. Yeah. That's like, it. They yes. matter because they're talking mm-hmm. and you are going to listen mm-hmm. with undivided attention. And I have to say, kids, it's like, I think today and I think in general, you know, so much of like our history and all of that, kids were not given undivided attention to or seen not, not heard. Yes, yeah, seen yeah. not heard. Mm-hmm. And then I think now with devices and with just easily distracted adults, kids so often don't have someone's undivided attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what a gift when yeah. they do. Mm-hmm. So that's my plug for kids. <laughs> I was in the grocery store <laughs> and I, I have issues with... Big fan. Big fan. Big <laughs> but fan. I was in the big grocery store <laughs> and I get really irritated if there's a big long line and people don't help bag their groceries. So oh, yeah. Yes. What's up? I don't know, but I was so pissed at this woman. So I was trying to like uh, not be judgy, but I was being real super judgy. But she was on. So the checker is like, she has a shit ton of stuff. And the checker was slow because there was all the stuff. So this kid is standing there like kind of like being bored in the checkout line. And then the mom is just on the phone the entire time, like intently on her phone and then got pissed the bagger for making it too heavy. (laughs) And I was just like. What is happening? And I'm like, that woman must have had a real rough day that this is what is happening. But like undivided. That's very kind of you. But (laughs) the kid, but point being with the kid, he was just kind of like off in La La Land because she was not paying attention to the grocery line. She was immersed in her phone. And then when she got pissed at the checker, I was like about to step in and say something. But I just took a deep breath. Pause. Pause. I had an annoying situation at the grocery store, too, since we're talking about grocery stores Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. (laughs) Wait, why don't people bag their own? Gr- I do. I frankly, and y'all know this probably won't be very surprising. I love bagging my own groceries because then yeah. I can organize. Them. Oh, I love the way they organize them. They must have like a training on that. Yeah, definitely. Like light I'm a on fast bottom. Bagger. I love bagging my own. I'm groceries. a fast bagger. Uh, and I, then the, like just the, the way cashiers always like 
Thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah, like, they're always what? surprised. Don't, don't more people do this? When people like it just they just stand there and just let, and then there's all these people and there's a shit ton of things like what are you yeah. doing? That should be our nugget at the end of this. Oh. Bag, Bag your own groceries. <laughs> <laughs> so back to my super Sorry. riveting story about yes. the grocery store So I was getting ready to I had like two things. I was in like the line getting ready to go out and this lady in front of me forgot something and the guy let her go back the checker let her go and grab it and she took and i was in a rush of course like always and so he let her go grab it and it was like an elderly lady oh and it took so long and he didn't even make eye contact he didn't say oh sorry like you know or i'll get you on another register or like he just let her do it and it was just like holy shit like half an hour later she comes back with her thing i'm like she's like comparing prices like i was so annoyed <laughs> comparing prices i'm like what is going on right now yeah. like and to not even acknowledge like hey this is an inconvenience for you like yeah, a little oh, communication would have helped a little, with a that, little acknowledgement that. yeah, yeah. And I, goes I feel a like, long way yeah. like, like hey I feel like thank that you for your patience. Yeah, like yes. that would have made all the difference. Totally in that situation of like, I know this is annoying, or just looking at you in the eyes and being like, oh yeah, he sorry. acted like I was not even in existence in this situation, and like that has more to do with him. I was like, what the hell is <laughs> that? Has more to do with I'm him. I'm like, what is happening? Right. It was a sim- similar thing. Like, what in the world? In those situations, go to another line. The- well, yeah, I totally yeah, go to another line, but like <laughs> I would have, but so I was thinking about like he like didn't acknowledge you, didn't apologize, didn't whatever. But in those situations, I think someone told me that if we can frame those in the positive, like if he would have said thank you instead of like sorry that you're mm-hmm. waiting or whatever, mm-hmm. and he would if you would have switched it and been or acknowledge you at all and would have said thank you for your patience, then it switches the whole energy of the thing. Yeah. So I think that oh, is yeah. the tip. That we could use too. Okay. Right. Bag your groceries and. And switch it to the positive. So if you're late, like, <laughs> yeah. thank you for your patience. Or, like, yeah. or instead of saying sorry, that because it sets up the whole tone. Yes. And so, if well, you and just, also women yeah. say sorry way yeah. too much. Way too much. Yes. So way it's like, much. thank you for. That is a great. I love that. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I hate that phrase. Just so you know. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> oh, you're just giving sorry me good for being, <laughs> Sorry for being fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry, my not god. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. That voice. I love it. <laughs> okay. I oh. want to talk about yeah. the. Did you have more? Mm-mm. Okay. The practice. So we, t- oh, yeah, Sadie yeah. talked a lot about the practice. And so, and remembering, which I think is so, so good. good yeah. Because that denotes that we all know how to be better Mm -hmm. and so maybe that sometimes we don't know but when we can remember because like sure I can be in a really good place where I'm meditating right now and I'm like eating well and I'm running and I feel really good and sometimes then I forget Mm -hmm. and those things go out the window but then we can remember and feel better and so I think the concept of that was really really valuable oh yeah super powerful yeah just like you can be so much more gentle yes yourself yeah Mm mm-hmm so wait, I have a question, though, for you, because you have a big presence on social media, mm-hmm. Anna. And do you find yourself like I wonder if someone would look at your social media stuff and I think the same thing? I was wondering that as I was talking, I'm like, well, do I talk about the struggle, too? You know, I because it's hard. You don't want to. I you would did imagine. talk about that when you were having that. You posted that one video up maybe like a year ago of the Starbucks oh, in line. December. Yeah, in December. That was really interesting because. 
Yeah, I feel like there's a big push, especially on Instagram, where there's a lot of like perfectionism and this curated life idea. And now there's like this idea of showing real life or Mm -hmm. showing the struggle or showing the hard moments in an effort to have, you know, I see it as wanting to have that transparency of like, this is not the reality of the situation. Like, Mm -hmm. there's this underbelly of the truth of like, life is hard sometimes, and it's a struggle. And so like, I find myself wanting to like, put this like, certain picture out there mainly because it's like, and I think the drive with that is to stay on brand for a lot Mm -hmm. of people or right or companies, right. But like, I had this really touching situation in the Starbucks line, actually. And I'll just sit, talk about it really, really quick. But like I was in a horrible place, different life changes happening in December. And I was waiting to go into the Starbucks drive through line. Right. And this lady came from the opposite direction and went right in front of me. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I was here first. So I honked and was like, hey, tried to get her attention. <laughs> like, hey, by the way, you, no, no, no. I'm here first. You didn't. Maybe you didn't notice that I, I was right here. So I'm going to go ahead and go. Yep. So to Wanda. <laughs> so back up. I'm going. Right. And she's like, no, no, no. Like this was all motioning through windows. Oh, yeah. too. So, you know, perfect communication system totally and then she ends up going in front of me and i'm like this bitch what right. the fuck is she right. doing and i honk and i flip her off and <laughs> anna but, is doing a lot of hand gestures yeah, and then, 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 yeah. then it was super awkward because i had to sit behind her in the car and <laughs> right. i'm like oh, well here we are just hanging yeah. out here i can't go anywhere <laughs> i'm like oh that makes it even worse right so then i get up to the line and the barista person like gave me my drink and was like the person in front of you <laughs> paid for this because she thinks she might have been mad at her. <laughs> and I was like, mm, well, I, I don't know how she'd know that. <laughs> I was actually really mad at her. And now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> but it was just such a touching thing because she really responded with kindness. And when I flipped her off and mm-hmm. was like a total bitch and like it just made me feel like a total, like a total jerk, you know. And so I posted about that right Right after I was so touched because she had no idea like it was such a simple thing that had a really big impact on because I was going through a hard time and it it was really, really touching. So um, So remembering. So So it's all about things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all about like remembering that those moments aren't like no one has a perfect life. We all are struggling. We have no idea what anyone is going through. No matter what's on Instagram. Yeah. And so it's like. In that moment, it's like, I think people were really, I had a ton of comments about that. Yeah. Like, wow, what? I'm like, in between clients and I watch this video and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, Anna, are you okay? What's happening? Yeah. 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 I had all sorts of like texts. It was like, I'm just crying. Yeah. Like. Because <laughs> well, I saw, we saw you that morning because it was a coffee and morning. And then, and then we were, yeah, we, right. and things are great. That's and I'm right. like, oh, yes. what happened like, between okay? yeah. in the last two hours? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, people just don't. So it took people by surprise. And, um, yeah. but it's cool. You were totally authentic and yeah. you expressed 
And I think like the day to day, but also so I'll just real quick and then you can get into that. I had like the remembering thing is so important because I think like when we're struggling or going through bad times, it's like sometimes we can Mm -hmm. feel like we're a ship out to sea and then there's Mm -hmm. no land and we Mm -hmm. can't figure out where to go. And Mm -hmm. I remember that I was in a relationship probably at least 10 years ago. And I'm like, this does not feel right. And something feels bad about lots of things were going on in my life. And I went to my, the person I was in the relationship with didn't come to the wedding. And I went to a wedding reception of my friends from college and we were dancing and having so much fun. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, this is who I am. Like, here I am. And then we broke up. Because it was like, oh, this is not happening in this relationship at all. And then we like, I came back and I was like, oh, I feel like liberated and here I am. And then when you get that, I think that that is like a sacred message of like, listen to that because Mm -hmm. there's a reason why this is happening. Like Mm -hmm. when you feel in alignment or you like get yourself back, what has just happened and it's important to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing that I appreciate the most about the remembering is just the permission that that gives me to Mm. be gentle on myself. And I think, you know, even in our podcasts and like the nuggets or like all these things we talk about, even for us, like they're not happening all the time. Oh, no. Like, I <laughs> yeah. think it's so funny. Let's just funny. make that clear. Yeah. And I think it's so funny that, you know, we've gotten a little bit of press about how we give advice. And, and we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Yeah. Advice, like, that's a really strong yeah. word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't think I'm in that you, position. You right. both made the same face. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God. Yeah. And so I think even to think about the practice of it all and yeah. how it's like, even someone like Sadie, you know, who, you know, is a public figure or. Yeah, she is. Yeah. But she reminded it's like even when we were talking to her, you know, she kept saying, like, this is just a practice. Yeah. Yeah. Like there is no, you know, and I feel the same, like, oh, my gosh, I can say all this stuff and all these great ideas. And then maybe I totally forget them all, Mm -hmm. you know, but like. I, at least I have my community mm-hmm. to kind of remind me or I have yeah. the quote that, oh, oh yeah, let's let's go back to that. Or mm-hmm. I, I hear Just something makes things or, way more gentle. It really does. Yes. Mm-hmm. It really does. Well, and it's like making space for for life and for like mm-hmm. the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, every week I do like a live VIP call mm-hmm. with my spending faster VIPs. And I always tell them like I need these calls just as much as you like this is sure I'm the host, but it's like I need to be reminded. Mm -hmm. So it's like that constant remembering of like the constant remembering. And I really appreciated what Sadie said about, you know, this is a practice and it's about remembering because she is so successful in such a public role that it's like even her being so, you know, hugely successful and human. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is very it's human. So, it's very it's so relatable. Beautiful. But I also think, you know, this whole idea all comes down to the community that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think if you have a community or friends or some connections out there who can be that reminder mm-hmm. or who can help, you know, in this process of being humans and living these lives that we're all living. I think it's so important. And it just makes me want to read this one quote. And this is from Health and Resources and Services Administration. And the title of the article is The Loneliness Epidemic. 
Here's what the science says. As a force in shaping our health, medical care pales in comparison with the circumstances of the communities in which we live. Few aspects of community are more powerful than is the degree of connectedness and social support for individuals. And to me, I mean, that's just like the science behind the importance of community connection dare we throw in their circles. Yes, good. <laughs> but I think that it's right. like, it's like, dare we, we are, are we, are, are we going there? We are. But we're living these, you know, we're, it's like an experiment. Well, like, well, I think that's important to say about the loneliness thing, because I was listening to, do you know who Dean Ornish is? Mm-hmm. Dr. Dean Ornish. So he's like a big, he's, a, I think he's a cardiologist, but he's a plant-based guy. And so he was talking about him and it's, so Anne and Dean Ornish, they did a, the interview on Super Soul Sunday. Of course, I listened to that all the time, but they were talking about it. But the, so he was talking about the loneliness thing and that loneliness kills more people yes. than heart disease does. And yes. so like in his things to be healthy is like you eat mostly a plant based diet and love was equally as important as mm-hmm. I couldn't remember what the other two were. So that'd be helpful if I could, but I can't <laughs> in this moment. But love and like finding connection with people was like in the pillar of things. And yes. so that is I mean, that is really, really, really important. I have another article here and this one, there's a campaign to end loneliness in the U.K. And uh, they minister, minister of loneliness. Yeah, but, yeah. What yeah. the heck? That's super, super like progressive and just like what the heck? They know and what telling. That- It's also like super sad, but obviously they had to do something because loneliness is such an issue. And frankly, it's not just the UK. I mean, it's it's everywhere, It's the UK that's actually done something official about it. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. And there might be, maybe it's come over to the US. I don't know, but we'll have to look into that. I haven't found anything about it. So either way, there's this loneliness and physical health. So this just confirms what you were just saying, Erin. The statistic, and this is a quote, says loneliness increases the likelihood of mortality by 26 percent. And also there was something. A quarter. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sad. So. So. I think that covers it, ladies. That's why we're here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So the two nuggets we have for you today. Bag your own groceries. Bag your own groceries. (laughs) Please. Please. Okay. (laughs) Bag your own groceries. Um, If you hit the other nugget, it's that clearly. We're changing lives here. Uh, Changing lives. (laughs) Bag your groceries. Also, the nugget is when you are in a toll lane and you're not. (laughs) I'll get over that. No, No, finish it. Okay. So I get... Oh, I know. I know what you're going to say. And so when you're in the toll lane, if you pay for the toll, especially if you live in the Denver area and you're on Highway 36 and I am driving in front of you, if you were in the toll lane expressway and you're paying for it, it doesn't mean that you can (laughs) choose to go whatever speed limit you want. It just means I'm paying not to sit in traffic. So a little nugget for the day. (laughs) You want people to speed up? Uh, No. No. She wants them to get off her ass. Yes. Thank you. Oh, you're the one going slow. I'm not going slow. I'm going seven over. Okay. (laughs) Seven (laughs) over intentionally because I think they're probably not going to pull me over at seven over or if I see a cop I can slow down. Yeah. 72. (laughs) Thank you. I Follow the rules. Okay. Okay. Second point. I guess this is our third. <laughs> no. Well, that, your that, nugget. I just needed to rant because I said that the two like things that piss me a off and are, one B. The two things that piss me are the grocery store when people yeah. don't bag their groceries where I'm like, oh, I can tell where I am. It's my litmus test because mm. I'm like, oh, okay, stop yes. talking. That's what Amy says. Yes. <laughs> get to Let's the freaking get on point with it here. here. <laughs> okay. So, and then the third point. 
or second, I guess, is that if you are late or you do something that's like uh, or you don't respond to an email or whatever. And so instead of saying sorry, blah, 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 say thank you for your patience. And Love so it. switch it to the positive, yeah. whatever that thing is. Love I it. also think it's important because I have been doing that thank you for your patience yes. thing since I read about it a while <laughs> right. ago. And I've been doing that. And then after doing it for quite a while, I switched it to say sorry because right. I just felt like it feels weird to just always say thank you. Well, I think it's I run, I run late often. What uh, were you going to say? Well, you're not doing anything like, like fix it. The same yeah. thing you say. Thank you for your patience every time Anna's late. So every day we would see Anna, she'd be like, thank you for your patience. Thank you for I'm your like, patience. And then I'd be like, leave earlier. Uh, Great. Are we fixing that? Are we, are we doing well? Yeah, exactly. So if you're not going to make any attempt to fix it, say, this is just that sorry, but yeah. not sorry. <laughs> I messed up. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to cut it here. Thank you. Into the station. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. We have a great new way for you to support the show. If you love what we're doing, go hit up the Less Alone podcast swag shop. We got so much awesome stuff. All the proceeds go to supporting the show so we can create more awesome content for you. So what stuff did you guys get? I got the black sweatshirt and the green trucker hat. I got a white hoodie and a coffee cup. Oh, yeah. I got the hat and a shirt. It's so cute. So go there, lessalonepodcast.com, hit swag shop, and get yourself hooked up. Take a picture and tag us on Instagram or any other social media, and we'll... uh... We'll repost it. Yeah. We've got a deal for you. If you go to myshapa.com and enter less alone, you will get a free Shapa scale and free U.S. shipping with a purchase of a one-year subscription to the app. Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.